0: Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. I am your host, Bryzy, and today we are going to do another morning show. And back by popular demand, I have my sister, Summer, with us. How you going, mate?
2: Hello. Ooh, thanks for having me back.
0: <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Actually, come back. Highly recommended. Uh, yes, my
2: a... my one friend asked if I could come back on again. So Colin, we've listened to the fan, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm back on.
0: Now we're gonna clear up a couple of things real quick <laughs> before we get started. One, yes. Colin messaged me before and said, "Tell he goes make mm-hmm. sure Summer does not bring up the fact about Barbie." Now <sighs> I want I gotta so let's clear that up and find out why.
2: Alright, yeah, well, yep. Is there um, a reason
0: why he said not to?
2: Look, the way that he was denying it last week was just, it was a bit too much, hey? Like yeah, was, like someone like who... Hardcore denial.
0: It's like someone who denies it that hard is actually a secret fan.
2: Yeah, exactly. And he actually asked me not to speak about it as well. well I wasn't that, allowed to bring up his Barbie addiction.
0: Well, that says something too, doesn't it?
2: Um, yeah.
0: So, I, I don't know.
2: Look, I actually want to say something genuine about Colin today. Yeah, sure. Which is quite difficult for me because, you know, I love poking fun at Colin. <laughs> <laughs> like, And you know, what is it? <clears throat> well, you know, when I go on a first date, someone will ask me, like, what do you do for fun? And I'll be like, um, I like to complain and I like to talk about myself and... I like to poke fun at the token ringer at work, <laughs> um, so it hurts my soul to actually say something nice about Colin. But he genuinely didn't like the movie, okay. and he genuinely didn't want to go to the movie. But he still went because his wife and his daughter wanted to go, and he took them, even though he knew he wouldn't like the movie.
0: And that's what a good husband and father does, isn't it? So.
2: <laughs> You know, I can be nice and I can say nice
0: things. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up then. That's good. That's right.
2: (laughs) Suck it, Colin.
0: (laughs) Um, But uh, people were actually uh, genuinely interested, genuinely interested in the discussions that we had last time. The topics that brought up were actually quite interesting to people. They were a little bit random. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. Stop (laughs) looking at my list. (laughs) uh, I'm I'm a little bit scared because... (laughs) Well, honestly, I haven't actually seen the list. I haven't been able to dissect it and make sure that the questions that Summer's asking is actually appropriate. So uh, we're going to take a bit of a gamble here today.
2: They're always appropriate. Are they really? Yes.
0: Mm, well.
2: Actually, before we go into the um, questions, sure. if it's all right. Go for it. Um, for those who don't know, our mum passed away 10 years ago yes. today. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think this is probably a nice time to dedicate this episode to her. Yes, I um, think so. Yeah, it's Beautiful. fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, mum taught us a lot of things in life, um, and she taught us that if things get too hard or if life isn't going your way, just dip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, yeah. Ten years today, and. Uh, it's uh, it doesn't get any easier, um. Even uh, ten years down the track, but um. I just want to, yeah. I just want to say that she's still missed, dearly loved, and God bless her. I wish her. I wish she's. I hope she's doing well up there, and she's watching down over us and making sure that we <laughs> that we that we bloody behave ourselves. Um. Yeah, and it's it's uh it's actually you know on one one quick note on, on that actually, it's actually really nice like you hear people still talk about her yeah. even ten years later. Um, yeah. people you know she obviously left an impression on people. Um, and even ten years later, you hear these, um, you hear people say beautiful, beautiful words about her. And uh, so I just want to just thank those people that still keep a place inside them, uh, keep a little token of mum in their memories um even 10 years later so thank you for those people as well yeah it's absolutely beautiful um and you and know what they say what's that
2: you don't really die until the last person has said your name
0: yeah let's see that yeah and so it's just beautiful to see that it um, is nice yeah it is so on that note <laughs> being an uh, episode dedicated to her. Okay. Um,
2: Somebody get this Debbie
0: Downer out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How
0: many times you need to stab me in the heart, Summer? <laughs> um, okay, so now let's get started. Let's get right into you it. this. You want my questions? Yes. <laughs> 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 Let me just take a quick swig of this because I think I might need it. Hmm. Okay. Let's
2: go. My first question. Do you know who keeps stealing my energy drinks from the work fridge? <laughs> I do. Is it Tila? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. If it was tea, I'd probably believe it. But I'm, I know the person. <laughs> real. real. You don't
2: want a name drop. <laughs> no, I don't want
0: real champion though. Like huh. a top bloke. Oh, right. (laughs) That's all I know.
2: (laughs) Well, it's going to remain a mystery to this day, isn't it? Yeah,
0: we're not going to find that out.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's a real question. Would you rather have dicks for toes or drop a really (laughs) loud fart every time someone says your name? (laughs)
0: I'm glad this is really <laughs> funeral related. Oh, sorry. No, it's a great <laughs> morning show, this one.
2: <laughs> Would you rather die from No. <laughs> yeah.
0: dicks, dicks and toes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so no, nah, I'd rather <laughs> no. have dicks for toes. Because <laughs> that's just funny. All
2: right, makeup. Who okay. teaches you how to do makeup? How do you learn? And what sort of brands do you use?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Was that, uh, is that one was that was that a viewer question that came in? That one,
2: yes. Um, it was one, it? Of, one of my good friends, Jillian?
0: Uh, shout out to her.
2: Shout out to Jillian.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that's a good question. We actually we get a basic um, understanding of it, mm-hmm. but it's not really in the traditional makeup sense. It's actually more in um, color correction and sealing. It's mm-hmm. uh, uh cover um what's the word it's not uh, I said it before concealing C- concealing concealing so it's it's a mixture of colours, like colors it's like uh, oranges and greens and you know like p- and to set tones and colors to high it's not actually more of a case of your light products that you use for everyday mm. use it's natural it's looking very skin. thick and mm. yeah that's right it's um and it's m- actually mortuary makeup products. Now that's what you're taught with, but in the sense of it doesn't really work too much. We very, very rarely use it because it's actually, to be honest with you, it's real shit to use. So we use mainly just your everyday products that normal people use um from that you buy from the chemist. Um you know we might even use some of the expired products from chemists. Like we'll go down and buy them. Um, or even if some, like some of our wives may, may finish with products, they'll, we'll bring them, we'll use those. So we've got all of your standard brands that we use for makeup and, then, uh, and is, um, it is one of those things that we sort of learn as we go along, unfortunately, because even when you get taught with the basics, Like it's purely just for concealing and Mm. and covering and stuff like that because a lot of the time it's used for restorative stuff. We try to keep it as natural as possible. I don't don't think it would be really fitting for my loved one to be painted on like a clown Mm, and then go to a funeral and have this unrealistic view. But in saying that sometimes due to the circumstances of the person's passing, the best form that you can have for some sort of presentation for them may be a very thick covering of certain cosmetics to yeah. give people that appearance as opposed to the uh, condition that the body might be in, in particular the face.
2: Um, just very randomly, I <clears throat> only just learnt the reason why you will lay someone on their back and why you would never lay them on their front is because how they are laying is how their body like forms. Mm-hmm. So if you there, – because there was this – uh, coroner in America who was purposely turning over bodies mm-hmm. so that um, their face would become smushed. Yes. And like what is it, like purple? Go purple yeah. and red? <coughs> yeah. Post-mortem <coughs> yeah. stain.
0: It gets a little li- li- lividity. It, yeah. it, it, it gravitates and goes to the, to the you know it goes to the ground. Yeah. So natural gravitation of the fluids you know your blood and everything like that that's where it will form. It will go to the lower extremities. Yeah. And then that's the same thing if you stand a body up. It will eventually start making its way to the bottom.
2: Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but why
0: was he flipping him over?
2: Oh, he turned out to be like a murderer. And oh, that was okay. just like one of the gross things he started off with.
0: Well, in a previous episode of the morning show, we sort of went into a bit of a discussion about that, about liver mortis and about post-mortem stain where – they use those as a form of helping determine the cause of passing like um uh, given an, an idea of timing of death and because having a body part with under constant pressure like if you p- put the hand down because there's pressure there on the hand you won't get that you will not get the the lividity of the blood on that, on that area where there's contact pressure you'll get it around the area
2: Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. So that's
0: why they can tell if a body's been laying in a, situ- a certain situation, okay, like a certain position. Yeah, they can tell because that sort of that's the area where it hasn't pulled.
2: Yeah, okay, that makes a lot of mm. sense. Yeah, um, I want to talk about some probably things that need a trigger warning. If you want to give that,
0: okay. So, 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 some of your questions that you want to ask might have a have you uh, – like a listener discretion <laughs> but, is advised? Yeah. Just yeah, okay. if you get
2: queasy or if you, there's certain things that you don't want to want You might want to wanna, about, you yeah. might wanna
0: tune this one out at this point. Mm-mm. So, yeah, just give us a warning. So, uh, three, two, one. Okay, now go.
2: Okay. And now the reason I'm asking this is because I've got two questions at the end that will make sense. We'll okay, refer sure. to this. Sure. Um, so, how fast does a body start to decompose?
0: Well, it depends on a certain amount of things. Okay. Okay. So it depends on the um, the temperature, the environmental place, the environmental factors It determines the, the, where the body is. It could be if the body's in water. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's all these different factors that determine the rate at which the body will decompose and that's including the size of the body as well, all those bits and pieces.
2: Okay. Um, so... Why, how does, how does bloating occur? Like what, why did they become bloated?
0: Well, as anything, as the body is decomposing, okay, so as the body is deteriorating, okay, like anything, it gives off a gas. Okay. Gases are giving up. Yeah. Okay. So the gases get trapped in the body. So as the body starts to bloat, it's because the gases are building up inside the body. Once you actually – once you relieve that pressure via the extremities or whatever may be the case, you'll actually – the body will actually come back down a little bit.
2: Is that common for a lot of people that like –
0: Oh, not really. No, it's only people that haven't been found for quite a while. Okay, the person's been seized for quite some time. You got to remember too, like, time is of the factor. So when someone does pass away, nine nine times out of ten, we're called straight away to do a transfer. Yeah, right. Okay, or if a person passes away in a hospital and they do have mortuary facilities, majority of the time they'll be transferred down to a cool room or, you know, somewhere to cool the body down as soon as possible because you're not stopping it. You're not stopping decomposition. You're slowing it down though. You're slowing it right down by cooling the body. Okay. Okay. Because a lot of the time, a lot of these places are cool rooms. They're not actual freezers. You're not actually freezing the body. You're just cooling the body down. Okay. To a temperature of roughly four
2: four to seven degrees. So when does the body begin to smell?
0: Well, once again, it's very... It's very um, depending on the factors and all that sort of stuff. So it mm. can, you know, it can people, but but also too, people might have certain things that are already occurring that will cause a body to smell. You might have someone who's suffering from severe gangrene. Yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, but then also too, there's these certain, there's these certain. Um, uh, the certain things that are contagious as well um, to the dead tissue and it's called tissue gas. It's called prosphidium for fingers. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm paraphrasing the pronunciation. I'm not really good with it, but it's, it's essentially a tissue gas and it's highly contagious to other dead tissue. It's not contagious to, hu- like, to live people, but it's contagious to dead people. And uh, that advances the stage of decompetition. Decomposition like very fast, like very quick.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you have to, you have to know that you, that you're that uh, this person's got tissue gas, and you okay. need to treat it as soon as possible because a cool room won't slow it down. And if you take a, a deceased person who has tissue gas into a cool room, there is good chances that you are going to transfer that tissue gas to another deceased person, and then the same thing will happen to that deceased person. They'll actually start. To decompose at a lot, a lot quicker a rate, yeah. So it's very, it's it's very important that you understand what tissue gas is, and the effects of it. It's very, very bad. Like, let me get you, let me get you some. I've got the textbook here. <laughs> I got old Robo Maia. I'll get Robo out. <laughs>
2: I'll
0: get old Robo out, and I'll I'll get more into detail with the, with you because I'd rather be a bit more correct with this. So we keep our Robo on the ta- on the coffin table here. Good
1: old
2: Robo. This
0: is my old textbook from um, from back in the day, and for people who are generally interested in some of the medical side of things in regards to embalming and preserving the tissues and stuff like this, these books I think you have them available actually on um, on eBay, and they're it's a great it's a great book to because it's sort of in um like a basic understanding of um. It's a basic understanding of stuff itself.
2: You actually, yeah, uh, I actually keep, you tagged
0: it. I've actually got some – yeah, I keep spurt, uh, certain tags on the book just to make it because, you know, as anything, um, my – you know, my uh, knowledge is only so good. Uh, so let's get into – Bear with me one second. Now, for starters, removal of tissue gas. Now, regardless of the source of the gas, the method of removing it is the same. There's only one effective way to remove gas from the distended tissues, and that is to lance and channel the tissues and release the gas. Yeah, it's like, it's a weird feeling, but if you get, um, if you've got someone who's got tissue gas, mm. you can feel it. Really, under the skin, it's like popcorn under a skin. Oh, wow. so when it's like no, 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 not popcorn. Sorry, it's like rice bubbles. You oh. know, like when you, like you touch the skin and underneath, you can hear the, you can feel a pop, 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 oh, like pop, like when like when rice bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like it says here, it to. It's a it's a what is it? It's like a spore that spreads. That's the way the best way to to just um to explain it. Uh, we used to do these things where we call it it was we call them a it was a collar, it was a, a disc spray collar. There was a certain fluid that you could use um, and I don't know if you've got it anymore. I don't know if it's available, but it was it was called disc spray and it was an embalming spray that had a special chemical in it that helped actually block tissue gas and what we do is because the thing we want to protect the most is the face and the hands yeah right? well because that's what the family are that's gonna the see. family going to see that stuff so what we would do is we would do a dispray collar where we use this we take uh we take a we'd take a, uh, a needle and we would draw um spray from the bottle and we make an injection around the base of the neck to oh. essentially make mm. a collar yeah. of dispray along a, a sub you know Underneath the skin, <coughs> so that that tissue gas wouldn't spread up there. The collar was protecting it.
2: Yeah, okay. To
0: protect the face, um, and then you do the same around the wrists as well to protect the hands as well.
2: So sorry, do you do that, and you don't?
0: Do Only you do that anymore? No, well you can't even you can't even get the, the chemical for it. Really? Yeah, they stopped they stopped doing the chemical. Um, they're because the problem with the problem with embalming, um, and the problem with the problem with embalming fluids is that anything with formaldehyde base is a carcinogen. Oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, you you're dealing with it's very very bad for you mm, it's as toxic well. Stuff. It's toxic mm. stuff. So, you know, you've got to have special ventilation. Like we've got special ventilation in the mortuary there so that we've got a minimum of of the area that's that we're working in is a minimum of 20 times a cycle every so 20 times in an hour that air is completely repa- replaced oh, wow. or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. Like I said, I've got the memory of a sieve at the moment. But essentially um, you have to try and circulate that air out as much as possible because that embalming fluid is highly, like a high carcinogen. Um, so, you know, you'd hear about these the old folks, you know, getting stuck with um, uh you know all all kinds of problems health health mm-hmm. issues from from embalming fluid so <clears throat> but you know the, the for an example like tissue gas is caused primarily by yeah cross-furian profingers it may begin prior to death as a gas gangrene after death the condition may result from contamination of tissues by gas uh, which is translocated from the intestinal tract Contaminated hypodermic needles have been known to transfer cross fingers to tissues and extremities. Contaminated autopsy instruments. So you know, like if you've been operating, if you've because you know if you've if you've been working on one deceased patient, next person comes along, <coughs> you don't sterilize the equipment properly. Yeah, you can easily transfer it across. These organisms are very resistant, and most disinfectants. Thus, the condition can occur after the body has been embalmed in all tissues of the body. So even certain. Yeah, um, formaldehydes don't f- won't kill it. That's the point I was trying to make about. It, it had to be that disc spray. There was a particular spray that had a okay. chemical in it that would actually fix that tissue gas. The gas is ordinarily uh, formed more rapidly and with greater intensity in the dependent tissues and other organs. That's what I meant like it is it's an accelerant for decomp- uh, decomposition. Okay, mm.
2: like a fire starter.
0: Pretty much it's like fuel fuel for fire. Um yeah, so that's pretty much a basic understanding. But if you go ahead and Google tissue gas, um okay. you'll you'll get a better understanding of it. Uh, well,
2: that um that actually leads well into my next mm-hmm. sort of little area that I wanted to talk about. Yep. So um in the inevitability mm-hmm. of a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> um yeah. let's just say it's like the walking dead scenario where Mm -hmm. you die and then you come back to life or your body reanimates or whatever. Um, It realistically, it's not going to go on for years and years and years because how long are these dead bodies going to be walking around for, especially with tissue gas out there (laughs) you know yeah.
0: well that's probably so when you w- <laughs> that's when you want tissue gas
2: yeah exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that would be a good chemical warfare for zombies
2: yeah tissue gas bombs
0: yeah. like yeah our tissue gas bombs or like tissue blow darts <laughs> 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 and like or shooting with tissue gas um yeah so i mean yeah. there is ways and like and then let's be honest too because like if the if the zombies are if it's dead tissue, like, it's going to kind of deteriorate.
2: Well, that, yeah, that's why I was asking you yeah. the questions about decomposing. Because, so, I mean, how long can these things walk around for? Oh, not long. You know, before literally that's they actually, start falling apart. That's actually
0: a really good question, actually. I'm, I'm actually really impressed with that. Um, plus, also, too, like, the, you've heard of those morticians tying up their deceased shoelaces just yeah. in case.
2: <laughs> it's smart. It's smart. So everyone, they're all <laughs> tripping
0: over their own feet when, yeah. They, yeah, when they climb out. That's why, that's why cremation is the better alternative.
2: Yeah, dead set, hey.
0: Mm. You don't have to worry about apocalypse, no. about zombies.
2: People rising from the grave. No, that's right. Cuts out vampires, too.
0: 100%. Yeah. That's it, you know. Yeah. What's better? What's, you don't have to save on wood, too. You don't have to be staking them and all that sort of stuff. I'll that's, still
2: eat garlic, but I won't need it, will <laughs> yeah, I? <laughs> it's a terrible
0: breath. <laughs> but, I mean, that's why cremation solves everything. It solves vampires, souls mm-hmm. solves zombies.
2: Doesn't solve werewolves, Brian. <laughs> All right? <laughs> I think you know everything. No,
0: well, I've got a pet crematorium so I can sort that out too. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there, right. we yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a good question. That was a really good question. I'm glad we
2: covered that because – but in the event, it's more like um, The Last of Us where the spores that are spreading.
0: Uh, I don't know. I haven't got an answer for that one.
2: And the thing is, I think that would last forever because I know people would be sitting in their homes and the news would be like, do not go outside because you will get spores and you will turn and people in their homes would be like, oh, no, I want to go to the movies. It's my right as a person to go to the movies. <laughs> so. That's in the, well, that's, yeah, that's,
0: yeah. they're the 2020 ones 2020 co- taught yeah, us anything. <laughs> Well, they're usually the first to go anyway.
2: Don't go out there, Samantha. You'll get eaten. I need my Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I need my
0: half-strength, half-strength dirty chai. On, uh, with lark.
2: Double whip cream foam.
0: <laughs> That's right. On yeah. Zimmel.
2: Mm. Don't laugh at Zimmel, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know why you shouldn't be laughing no, at no, Zimmel. I, I'm getting
0: older. All right. All right.
2: Um... Oh, this is another one. Um, sorry, I just read the dick question again. <laughs> <coughs> Will?
0: Oh, you never answered the question yourself. But dicks with toes? Or. <laughs>
2: um. Honestly, I'd rather dicks for toes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was the other one? I didn't. Get...
2: <laughs> oh, drop a really loud fart every time someone says your name. So just pretend you're someone else and say, "Hey, Brian."
0: Okay. Hey, Brian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> dicks
0: for toes it is. Yeah, dicks for toes for yeah. sure.
2: Um, will embalming a person make their body last forever? So I'm asking that because you know how you go to a museum or you watch yeah. a documentary and they're like, this body has been here for 500 years mm. and they still look like... They look leathery, but they yeah. still look pretty. Well you together. see,
0: it's a, that's a different that's a that's a good question because the method of the ones that you see historically, they're technically not embalmed. They're oh. technically mummified. They're oh, okay. dehydrated.
2: Well that yeah, okay.
0: You see what I mean? Like the moisture is taken away from the body.
2: Do you know much about mummification? Or is that f- something we should Delve into in another. I reckon that's another
0: thing that we should delve into because I I have a very basic understanding of how the mummification works, and the thing is, is that like even this textbook here, it pays homage to it pays homage to my mummification and Egyptian, um, you know, the all the bits and pieces that go with it. You know, the 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 question is, is that if it comes down to um embalming practices and what people are expecting out of it so like anything if you embalm tissue the stronger it is the longer it's going to last but it comes down to what 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 are you effectively trying to chase you just want the body to last a couple of weeks you know to last effectively for a couple of weeks Mm. So you'll embalm the body so that it will be effective for a couple of weeks, but then after about a month or two, that embalming will start to, you know, every, it will start to d- dissipate, and you know everything and will start <laughs> catching up, and right. so. But if you you know if you do it more strongly, uh, then it will last. But then it becomes a, it's a there's a difference between a preservation and a presentation. There's a a fine uh, point between the two and where they cross. Okay, is where you want the best result for the family yeah. and for for what your intentions are. Then it becomes a point of preservation or presentation. You can't you can't strongly preserve a body without the presentation lacking because they start to they go they get that livery look and they start to you know mm. it, it's not the natural feeling of the tissues and stuff like that. It becomes quite a different thing.
2: I guess that's the only reason that you would. <clears throat> preserve a person is so that you've got a little bit of extra time to have a viewing and all those sorts of things of course it is yeah definitely that's exactly right you want
0: to you know cultural reasons people like to take their bodies home Mm. for a couple of take to put their loved one's body home for a couple of days it's big you know in certain cultures excuse me um and so you know there's all these different reasons why you do that but purely on a preservation basis like i don't what why i unless it was for for the purpose of viewing like constantly forever there's no reason why they would like even like even people that are how many people are put on display for people to see yeah, very right. rare you know and even like that is that that german dude over in germany the one that's been dead since the 20s or the 30s or whatever he um they constantly take him back and do Work on him.
2: Oh, like upkeep.
0: Upkeep. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know, like it's it's never a it's never a. La- people think that they last forever, but it's they don't. They they'll eventually succumb to it. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> I
2: I legit thought that embalming lasts forever um, until I read about it.
0: Yeah, and then did you confirm that yourself? That like, did yeah. you get the same sort of idea of what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, that's what it said. It said you know it'll only last for so long. Yeah, and then. Yeah, Breakdown.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. And especially these days too because, you know, like, like anything, you know, people people have to be very careful for themselves too and, you know, it, the, the chemicals aren't like what they used to be. Yeah. And because people don't want to be exposed to those chemicals all the time because it, will, k- it will kill you.
2: Yeah, of course. You know?
0: Um,
2: like um, on the set, randomly, on the set of The Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. um, the fake snow that they used for the scenes yeah. was hundred percent asbestos, yeah. and this asbestos is falling all over these people, and they've got
0: yeah, no,
2: no worries, no cares. Like they don't know the
0: There's a lot of stuff that go that went behind that Wizard of Oz that was crazy. That guy that died from was it aluminium poisoning or something. Oh from yeah, the,
2: from being the Tin Man.
0: Being the Tin Man, he was he was getting poisoned all the time because the paint and he had shards of aluminium in it or something. He was breathing oh, no. it in or. I don't know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there, there was a lot of crazy... That one of those people got burnt, severely burned and...
2: He was very badly burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alive. I'm just
0: very <laughs> badly burnt. <laughs> I mean, quite a lot of pain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what
0: was that? Was that uh, Austin, Austin Powers? Powers. Yeah. <laughs> I think we quoted Austin Powers last time.
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so thing. you. Uh, so what else do you have there?
2: Oh, that's um, that's pretty much all my questions wrapped up. Yeah.
0: Um, you mentioned yeah. something about this about the graves. Yeah. Or is yeah. that is that for a future episode?
2: No, no, no. I I wanted to touch on cemeteries a little bit
0: because I had a good I had a good I had a good little um play in with that uh, what we'll discuss them before about the mortuary station and stuff. Yeah, so,
2: Yeah. well, that's – yeah.
0: Because you mentioned, like, you know, back in the day, um, you know, majority of the cemeteries were based around the church. They had them right close to the church.
2: They did, yeah. You would, The church would be located right next to the cemeteries mm. and it wasn't so much for spiritual or religious reasons but more for so that whoever lived at the church could watch over the graves and make sure there was no grave robbers because yeah. obviously back in those days – It was a massive thing. That's right. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. But you know what? You know the funny thing is, people don't. People also didn't realize. Here's a nice little fun fact for you. A lot of those old coffins were lead lined to to help, you know, preserve preserve them and keep keep the fluids and everything inside the coffin. Grave robbers would go in and steal the lead. Oh, really? Rip the lead lining out of the coffins as well. Oh, so wow. they weren't just flog- they weren't just trying to flog the jewelry and all the bits and pieces as well. They were flogging the lead well, out okay. of the out of the coffins as well. So what happened was, church was getting the shits because people were coming in, still and and then leaving the graves open. So there was there was also bad smells and all the things that was going along with it. So the churches were like, you know, especially Sydney was like, you know, what we need to move these cemeteries away from. Cause and plus they were filling up really quick too.
2: Make it harder t- for people to...
0: Yeah. ...loot. So, roughly, to give people an idea... So this is... I particularly want to talk about the um, mortuary stations. And these are popular... These were popularised in Sydney down in New South Wales. Back in the day when... I I actually had no idea about this myself. I was actually waiting at a doctor's one day, and they had a magazine there, and I was reading the magazine about it. It was actually quite very fascinating um, talking about it. It was these mortuary stations, so like railway stations, but for for the mortuary ones. So when the churches got the shits with the with the people stealing the bodies and li- and leaving them open and stuff, they they essentially moved the cemeteries out of the city of Sydney, so the Rockwood Cemetery and all that sort of stuff. So I'll just read you some of this stuff So to get a bit of an idea. In the era when walking was the only practical means for travel for many, while the, the few maintained their own horses and carriages for longer journey, the arrival of steam trains and trams operated new opportunities for people to travel. One such journey was to the local cemetery to bury loved ones. So, by the eighteen forties, Sydney's main cemetery at Devonshire Street, adjacent the Redfern Station, was nearing capacity. Because you can remember too, like death, people were dying of all kinds of things back then too. Like, oh, you know, then we You know, we didn't even have you didn't have antibiotics. You
2: didn't have half the medical advances oh, that we have today.
0: No, that's right. So, with the opening of the railway from Sydney to Parramatta in eighteen fifty, I was decided to locate a new facility adjacent to that line. So essentially, they started new new cemetery. Now these, um, so the two mortuary stations were ha- were um, were built um, to to pretty much cart the deceased out to the cemeteries. So they, they would gather the families. So they'd have two time, two sessions a day. They'd load up they'd load up the carriages with all the deceased. Uh, they'd load up the families and then they'd ship them out for the day, go and do the services, and then bring them back, and then bring them back in. Because they didn't have cars, they didn't yeah. have a- any of those means to... It
2: would have been horse and cars. Yeah, but because there.
0: it was several kilometres away, um, yeah, they had to do it. So the funeral trains were comprised of sur- suburban saloon carriages for the mourners with the hearse carriages at the rear. There were either four-wheel vans which would carry up to 10 coffins or vans with a capacity of up to 30 coffins on arrival at the Rockwood terminus, uh, the coffins were unloaded using a wheel-hand propeller lifters. Funeral trains were timetabled to depart from a mortuary Station at 9:30 a.m. and 2:30 p.m., picking up mourners and coffins as required along the route. As the Rockwood um, expanded, three additional receiving stations were established to take coffins and mourners established sections of the cemetery. Actual funeral trains ceased in the 1930s, after which trains only ran on Sundays and Mother's Day for visitors. Oh. Regular services were revived briefly during World War II, as the last timetable train ran in 1947. The service was officially terminated in 1948, and it was purely because of the means of transportation, because you could get a car, you could, you know, people could drive out there themselves. Yeah, but right. it's pra- <laughs> crazy to think that. Back in the day, there was actually trains designated for funerals.
2: I actually think that's really cool. Yeah, it's That'd be sick.
0: Yeah, it was, and so you know they would have the, the conductor or the person at the train station would mention that there is the funeral train coming through the station, mm. and so the more people at the sides of the stations would you know, take their hat oh. off to show respect for the deceased people as they are coming through the stations and stuff like that.
2: That's actually really sweet. It is, isn't it? it is I thought really, it was beautiful.
0: Really but that, I just thought that was a really cool.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast.
0: Full cool thing, a very fascinating thing to read about. And uh, those two cool. of those mortuary stations are still um or well, at least one of them is still there down in Sydney that you can actually go and visit. It, That's it's actually cool. turned into a museum. Yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah, I, it was really fascinating. But it was funny because that was like what we're talking about the fact that um that they had to cater to one grave robbers. Yeah. And the the filling up of the, c- the cemeteries, but also too because majority of the cemeteries back then were sort of based around the church, You'd, you know, the church would like, if you go down to Brisbane, there's that little church that's next door to Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. There's a little, there's a little, there's actually still a little graveyard there where. Yeah,
2: it's so sweet. Isn't it? <laughs> I you love know. that. Yeah. That would actually be sick. Imagine getting on a train and, like, you had a bar on it and yeah. Yeah. you'd be drinking <laughs> yeah. on the way there on the party yeah. train, go grieve, have your yeah. funeral, and then drink a bit more on the way home.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it?
2: It's. I think that's really cool, actually.
0: But it's. You know, like it's crazy to think what people had to do back in the day because of one thing. Because we didn't have, they didn't have cars.
2: Yeah, I know. You kind of forget, huh?
0: You, you, you get so complacent in life with certain privileges that we have these days that seem like nothing. Like just the fact of a car, like know. you know how yeah. how easy it's made life for everyone. You know, imagine the back in the day when they didn't even exist.
1: They had to walk around. Yeah. Ill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So eventually what I want to do is and I've mentioned it previously I'd like to do a, a bit of history on funerals from the modern hi- modern era sort of around Australia um, just to get a bit of a give people a bit of knowledge about it cuz like those little things like with the mortuary station and the train and that like that's pretty cool knowledge it's something for interesting people mm, um, I think on so. a on a side note like we had um, The family has a – the old man has an old 1924 Hudson Super 6 hearse and, you know, it's coming up to 100 years old next year Mm -hmm. and this vehicle is nearly 100 years old. The backing on it is actually from an 1890 horse-drawn carriage with the original cedar rollers and everything that's still placed. Like so you take an 1890 horse-drawn carriage, you you crop that and then you stick it onto a 1924 Hudson Super 6 and then that's – the, the hearse that they've got. That's so, so cool. So the backing is old as fuck, you know, 130-plus years. And then um, you've got the the car itself, which has just been revitalised. So there's, this guy, um, Stephen Bell, he has been – he's got old-school cars and stuff like that. He's fanatical about the work that he's done. The, the work that he's done to that hearse to get it up and running to – he used it for his own mother's funeral. Yeah, um, is phenomenal. So we actually hit him up and said, "Oh, look, do, well, I'll get you to jump on the podcast, and you can share some stories about mm. about the about the vehicles that he's had and some of the things that he's done." And then we can talk about that old Hudson Super Six hearse as well, because that's, really that's cool. been in the family for 30, 30, 30 plus years. So mm, exactly, um, it's got a bit of history itself, too, has not it? Mm, it so, does yeah. So, but uh, anyway, um, that's that was just sort of going off a tangent there. Um, but so now we get back into the segment of, uh, weird death of the week with, which is sponsored by CTC, the big old knuckler, uh, which we've done a collab CTC and ride to rest has done a collab with uh, some hats. So later on down the track, we might do some giveaways, um, give away a couple of hats, you know, just for, Mm. uh, for the people who've been, um, like and supporting the show and shouting out and all the bits and pieces. So That's nice. Keep your ears tuned in for that. We'll do we might do hand a couple out just for And they're
2: waterproof too. They're aren't waterproof. I yeah, I? Yeah, 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 they're mad as so yeah,
0: yeah old C T C. Um shout out the Knuckles.
2: It's a good hat. I've got a big noggin so it fits yeah. quite
0: well. Yeah, me too. I wish it was all brains, but I've been told it's a lot of it's just shit.
2: Just um just <laughs> Fairy bread in your
0: head. <laughs> yeah, <pretty> much. <laughs> so what's the weird death of the week you got?
2: Um well, this one has made me chuckle quite a few times actually, and Ooh. I know I shouldn't laugh, but it's a, anyway. Um on June 10th uh in 2022, yeah. there was a poacher who shot and killed a baby elephant. Yeah right. The mother of the baby, the mm. mother elephant, saw it go down. Was mad. Came over, stamped the stamped the lady, stamped the lady to death. Oh,
0: so there's a lady that shot the baby yeah. elephant. Yeah. Okay. It was
2: a lady. Stamped the lady to death. The family took her body back, got it prepared. Had an outside funeral and the elephant rocked up (laughs) and fucked it up. The same elephant rocked up (laughs) and took the lady out of her coffin and stamped her again. (laughs) Holy fuck! And fucked the whole funeral up. Really? Elephants have really good memories and it knew that was her funeral so it came back for extra revenge. <laughs>
0: you know what? I'm fucking, <laughs> fucking going. I'm going the fucking elephant on that one. That's justice. <laughs> Fuck. I would, you know what? If someone fucking took my kid out too, I'd do exactly the same thing. I would be there. I'd be fucking everything up.
2: Like it killed her wow. and then it, that wasn't enough. It, was it came back for a funeral. <laughs> it came back for a corpse.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy shit.
2: I remember when I first heard about it. So that, but that
0: was only just over like 12 months ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Wow. I saw it on TikTok actually. Did you? Yeah. I saw the whole thing on TikTok. It
0: was. What a gangster elephant! I know. I'm sorry. I'm siding that. I'm siding yeah, the elephant on this I one. I
2: can't. I can't stand Shot poachers. It, why,
0: uh, yeah, but like, why, it, why would it shoot a fucking baby elephant for? Um, there's nothing because it's a baby elephant. I know. It's not like it's an old stud. It's not an old bull elephant that. Yeah, can't, where you get the big tusks? Yeah, and but, stuff, like, but like, but like, you know, like sometimes there's those there's that grey area where they it's like an old bull and like it's it's done its job of rejuvenating – like, repopulating and, mm. you know, it can't do anything but the young bulls can't do something about it and then the the wildlife conservation are going to fucking put it down anyway because – so then they call – you know, then they put a price on it and then that money goes back to conservation. Like, it's a whole – I
2: didn't even know that was a
0: yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there is. So, okay. you know, there's a, an – like, people will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars which they were going to well, euthanize this – old bull anyway
2: I suppose you might as well make money from it if <laughs> which is going gonna go to go back into yeah. the
0: conservation anyway that but makes sense yeah but for a little for
2: a little baby elephant oh, like there's no reason I'm sorry
0: but fuck her yeah oh holy fuck. I, fucking stamped it yeah. again yeah stamped the corpse
2: yep took her out of her coffin fucked the funeral up and stamped her corpse <laughs> oh,
0: wow holy <laughs> shit
2: And that was all brought to you by CTC. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) CTC. (laughs) Fucking up funerals, (laughs) CTC.
0: (laughs) Stamping corpses.
2: (laughs) So there you Uh, go.
0: Shout out to Knuckles for that one.
2: Weird death of the week.
0: Holy smokes. That's intense. Um, We actually had a couple of uh, questions come through. Uh, Since, you know, this week's fucking gone off tap, uh, people sending us through messages and stuff like that it's it's been phenomenal you know i I, i'm truly grateful for the love and the support that we've received especially this week um and it's purely through the um uh the episode that we did with the alpha blokes podcast um so i just want to give a shout out to those to those legends for you know doing that for us
2: i think one day you should talk about your, the funeral that affected your life the most on this podcast Because you talked about it on Alpha Blokes Yeah, sure I think one day you should talk about oh, it on this one So yeah. your viewers can Yeah, yeah, of course, your listeners definitely can listen
0: Oh, mm. will for sure So I just wanted to shout out to Colin Not, not your we, Colin We've had
2: enough of Colin, Brian <laughs> Let it go not, it
0: Must be something to do with funerals <laughs> and Colins. But uh, so this is uh, Shout out to Colin. He asks us. He goes, uh, "I have got a question for you." Email is three one. So, if you have a question, please uh, email it through to us at deadasspodcast one at gmail.com. So that's deadasspodcast one at gmail.com. Now, deadass is D E A D A Yes. Deadass. like it, like on the dead ass. Dead ass. Please feel free to send us through one. Uh, we'd love it. Now, so Colin sent us through this question. He goes, um, Do you talk to the deceased when preparing them? Which is a very good question. Yeah, and it's actually a question that, uh, yeah, and I've been asked this a couple of times actually in the past. Um, I think it's funny how you build up these um, relations. sometimes you build up these relationships with people. And and those relationships with people can be um, prior to their passing. Yeah. So you when they've passed away and they're they're they at the mortuary table, you're preparing them, like I have this habit of like just talking to them anyway, like in a mm. little bit of like, you know, like if I like move their arm I'm like, oh just, you know, look, I'm I'm being gentle, look, you know, like oh, I hope you don't mind, you know, just these little passing comments that you say yeah. as you do that you know oh what's your head what's your head is it like you know like you might move their head up a little bit you know or, yeah you know i might have to do something you're just like oh i'm sorry about that but not i won't be sitting there going um i'm not usually sitting there going oh you know how's your day going no, I, yeah you know.
2: i know what you mean because you know when i pick up animals mm. and i've got them in the car with me i will been kind of like what do you think of this song, Fluffy? You want this one? Let's turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, when I'm lifting them or something, I'm like, oh, come on, buddy. Let's cover this. One. Yeah, yeah, that's All right. right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, well well done. Good job. That's right, you yeah.
0: Know. So you do these little little comments that you make. Like, and no, I don't we'll mean keep. to
2: do it. It just no, comes just out. Yeah. Like, you know, I yeah. just, yeah.
0: I think having that constant, its it's a respectful thing. Yeah, it's it's, just like showing that, hey, you you know that that's just the shell of the person that's left. Yeah. But I like to think that maybe they are watching you. Well, in in a point.
2: Yeah, if they're watching down on you, (coughs) I I think they would appreciate the fact that you're treating them like.
0: With respect.
2: Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, and dignity. Yeah. You know, because it's a very vulnerable time, even. the person has passed away like oh, that
2: absolutely you know
0: they're the people who's passed away they're entrusting you to be professional yeah and to look after them with dignity and respect yeah and so we make sure that even after passing even after their time's finished here on earth that they are still treated with the utmost respect and dignity absolutely. prior to their funeral
2: yeah and that's really nice when you put it that way it's, i think so yeah yeah
0: definitely because like I said to I said to people before, like I'm not I'm not a very superstitious person. I'm not I'm not at all, but I do believe in good juju. Yeah, <laughs> and, and good karma. Yeah, good karma. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So I think that in a way, like you do the right thing by people, in turn, good things will happen to you. Yeah, I agree. In, with in a in a sense. Yeah. You know, whether it's true or not, I don't I don't care. It's just just, just the way that I see it. In the way that I... Well,
2: that's a nice way to live your life, isn't it? But
0: I think so too. Maybe it's actually. the same thing with religion and stuff like that as yeah. well. You know, like I have respect for all kinds of religions and what people believe in and what they do. But there's one good thing that comes with any religious background is that all those religions are based on certain principles and morals to live yeah. by and things to do. Yeah. And I think regardless of what religion or what belief that you have, mm. I think just following a path of those good relie- those good beliefs and stuff like that is a great way to live.
2: I agree. Yeah. You know, it's
0: a great way to live. Like you have a look at majority of the Christian families and stuff like that, the majority of
2: um They're family orientated.
0: Family orientated, yeah. you know, they shall not steal. They'll, mm. you know, they'll fucking be good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, <so>. They'll, they'll <laughs> not be a stupid cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that Get sort of
0: T- that out, like, Brian. Yeah. No one knows, I swear. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping that one. Um, you know, they shall not drink piss.
2: Yeah, yeah. You obviously follow that rule quite well. Yeah,
0: that one I don't know that rule, uh, but but that's the idea. Or all, all, all jokes aside, like that's that. I think that's a really. Good I agree. I think yeah. that's
2: really nice. It's a nice way to live your life. I'm very superstitious. I believe in every juju, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything. I believe in everything.
0: Don't kick a black cat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't walk under a ladder. Yeah, no. I was born on Friday the thirteenth. So you I th- were, actually. I think those things are actually good luck. Oh
0: shout out to you it was your birthday a couple of days ago too. It
2: was. It mm. was. And you took me out for ice cream. I did, yeah. <laughs> I put I some ice cream. I was double fisting those cones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Delete that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so no, it's uh, it's um, good to um, make sure. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Keep, keep celebrating those things.
2: <laughs> you got a double piston on the brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah. I'm just sitting there going. Faceful <laughs> 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 <Phase> of cream. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. That really threw me off, didn't it? <laughs>
2: Remember when the caramel got stuck in your beard?
0: That <laughs> <laughs> looked like shit, <laughs> didn't it? No, yeah, that was a bad, that was a bad look. Um, good times. It was, it was good times. Um, oh, also, too, another note. Um, this episode will be airing after Zayden's. Now, at the end of Zayden's episode, I d- forgot to mention that uh, with all the guests that share the eulogies that we do, mm. do the nameplate. So I just want to make a shout out to Zayden and say, mate, we did your nameplate for you. But I totally forgot. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's stupid, Super Chris. I um totally forgot to mention that I had a nameplate there for him because I was having such a blast. Oh, that's nice catching up with him. Uh, so I just thought I'd let you know, Zayden, mate. Your nameplate is here in the studio. So whenever you want to swing past, mate, and grab it, because like even after the episode, like him and I, we spent about 45 minutes. Still talking shit. Oh, that'd be after nice. The, after the episode finished, like you know, n- you'd think that we'd have uh, nothing left to say. Yeah, like we yeah. put it all out on the table. But no, nah, we kept we kept we kept chatting and having a good time.
2: Yeah, he can come back for another episode <coughs> and grab it then.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's got know. he's got some great stories to share. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Uh, we do have other um, guests coming on uh, soon. Uh, like we said, you know, please feel free to keep sending through those messages um, of uh, for questions and stuff like that as well. Um, we greatly appreciate um, all the love and support and everything that we've received. It's just been fantastic. In particular, 100%. these, but in particular, people have really been enjoying these um, morning shows. Yeah, is, uh, mm-hmm. talking about particular um, jobs and, and and stuff that we've done over the years um just to leave on a lighter note um you know even though like majority of our time you know like some of the stories that you guys are hearing you know you're hearing of you know some of the certain circumstances where it's been tragic and it's been and then and they're the ones that are sort of a bit more interesting to people but you know, 80% of the time, you know, a person that's passed away, they've lived a full life. Yeah. They've, li- they've lived mm. – majority of the funerals that we do, they've lived a full life. You know, yeah. they have stories to tell mm. and it's a celebration of people's yeah. lives. And it's usually a case of, you know, um, everyone getting together, sharing oh. some great stories and celebrating the life that's been lived. So, you know, even though – we may came. We might. Some of the stories that you hear from us might come across a bit doomy and gloomy, and that every single one's like that. It's not the case. No, it's actually very not. rare. Mm-hmm. We know the ones that we're reading, the ones that we're telling you guys, are the ones that are on the uh, on the small percentage of the of the thing. Because you know, look, over the years of of services, there's you know, there's I've got thousands of stories to tell, mm. thousands to share. Yeah. But that's only a small percentage of the real amount of funerals that we've done. and so the then transfer. you've got
2: 10,000 stories yeah. to share, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. Is the point I'm trying to make <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> is that even though you will hear more of those stories where it's a bit doomy and gloomy and a bit tragic and mm. stuff like that, just in just keep in mind that a lot of the time the, the, the funerals that we do are for the people who have Come, lived a full life, gone out on natural causes, you know, um, the family have got together. It's been a great time in sharing stories and memories of that person's life um, and then going from there.
2: I think people are just interested in the doomy and gloomy one. Cause it of course. Because it doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And to some people, they don't go through that sort of stuff at all.
0: No, that's you know, right.
2: They, they might be lucky enough to not have to go through anything like that in their lives. Whereas other people, like, it might feel like it's happening every freaking year.
0: That's but, right. You know, and so unfortunately, <laughs> you know, like, people, some people do get hit with the shit stick like that. And,
2: oh, 100%.
0: You know, and it's... um. Oh, it's, sometimes it can be like luck of the draw really, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I think that's why people are curious is because if they haven't experienced it, they're just, you know, yeah, morbidly well, ri- curious.
0: Well, I think now ta- nowadays is really the only sort of more of an open opportunity for people to share that stuff. I mean, even now it's still not commonly talked about. It's not... Yeah, you know, some of the stuffs very rarely brought up. And, you still um, have
2: to be delicate to a certain point. Even as we're, well. oh,
0: we, oh, even we're being delicate. You know, we have to be delicate ourselves.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, you know, because we don't. You know, we we want to be respectful, and well, not just well, you want to be respectful in the people that we're talking about have passed away, except for maybe that fucking elephant killer, <laughs> 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 fucker, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Um, but majority of the time, you do, you know, and it's uh, it's important to be respectful in that in that sense for us as well. You know, it's all well, but we we have a bit of a laugh about some of the the, the you know the weird deaths of the week and oh, stuff yeah. like that. But we're doing that just to be a bit lighthearted in that sort of situation. Well,
2: you know? that's the thing. A lot of my humour is very is dark humour because that's how I know how to process the things that have happened in my life. Yeah. I will make anything into a joke if I can. Yeah, of course. You know, I would joke about anything if I can because it makes it a little bit easier to go through those things. Yeah. You know, if I can have a little laugh at them.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, Now, back uh, – so the last thing we want to do just to finalise the morning show today, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, people like hearing stuff about funerals and transfers and yes. body preparation and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll finish off with some classifications of embalming, okay, because embalming one seems to be a very popular – Subject that people like to hear. Yes. And it's not very talked about very much. Well, it's not, is it? No. So people may have heard me discussing embalming. Mm -hmm. um, But within the embalming process itself, there are different classifications of embalming. Okay. So.
2: really, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) Please elaborate.
0: Fuck, that sounded sarcastic. (laughs)
2: Please, tell us more. We're all so excited. Boy, I
0: gave Colin a warning (laughs) about fucking... Don't
2: don't you turn off my microphone, Brian. You can't silence me. (laughs) 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 Brian!
0: (laughs) That's your warning. Sorry. Okay, you're right. I'll
2: I'll calm down. Mm. Please, open up Robbo and give us some intellect.
0: This is from Robbo, right? Right. Oh, Robbo. Now, classifications of embalming. There are four embalming treatment classifications. Okay, so okay. the one that you mainly hear from people talking about that's the one that's called vascular embalming. Okay, so that's embalming. Um, that's embalming arte- with the arterial system,
2: like your veins and yeah, stuff. You know, the
0: arteries and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Now, <clears throat> yeah. there's also one called cavity embalming. Now, cavity embalming is the cavities, the trunk in the abdomen area here within the. You know, where Uh, the organs and that are. My brain
2: went straight to cavity search, so I'm glad you...
0: Yeah, well, we don't... Yeah. No, that's usually packed. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Please continue. Sorry.
0: No, you're right. It's all right. No, you keep going. Um, (laughs) Cavity embalming uh, is the direct treatment other than vascular injection of the contents of the body cavities. So thoracic, the abdominal and the pelvic. So the pelvic's the lower section, Mm -hmm. abdominal... Mm-hmm. And then thoracic's up the top. Okay, the thoracic, abdominal, pelvic. Now you got to remember that the blood flow to those extrem- is very minimal. It's very hard to sort of get into those areas. So what you got to do is you got to aspirate. You got to you got to make channels in okay. that in that body trunk in that cavities to. Cavity and balm.
2: So, we're talking about like the lungs and the stomach, yeah, all those sort of contents, yeah, yeah, okay. But
0: this is in a natural autopsy case where the body hasn't had the cavity opened up, yeah, everything's still intact, yes, okay. So, the lungs are where they're supposed to be, the heart's supposed to be where it must be, everything's supposed to be where it is, yeah, okay, very dense, very dense material, very hard to sort of use. They don't have the arterial system to sort of get to those areas so you make these channels now it's the direct treatment other than vascular injection the contents of the body the cavities and the um it is usually accomplished in two phases aspiration and injection so when i was saying before aspiration is making the channels so you're essentially it's like like liposuction yeah and then the um the injection is a similar, to the, the same sort of system as a as the. It's like a big needle that's that has it's gravity fed, and you use a bottle of cavity embalming fluid to use those same channels to distribute the um the the liquid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then there's these other ones. There's hypodermic embalming, and then there's surface embalming. Okay. So hypodermic embalming is. Once you completed the arterial injection and stuff like that, there might be little areas where you, you'd feel around because a lot of the time you have to sort of go by feel. Okay, so you have to mm. feel if there's, if you think that the arterial injection has been enough to embalm the tissue in that area. If you find that that tissue might be a little bit soft, you need to use some hypodermic and embalming to.
2: Is that just like, yeah, like, just like a, a needle? Like yeah, a,
0: literally a needle with yeah. embalming fluid and you're. You, you know, you're going into those areas of soft tissue, injecting into yeah. those areas directly. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And using little parts of um, of embalming solution.
2: Because you literally have to get like every section because it's not like it flows around or that's right. so, you know, spreads or anything. So you, you're having to...
0: That's right. So yeah. you need to do the arterial injection first to sort of get the distribution out as much as possible yeah. and then go back over afterwards <coughs> and find out if that's... Um, if if the embalming has been sufficed or if you need to uh, fix some of that stuff up, then yeah. that might be the case of using hypodermic embalming. Now, the other one is, is quite obvious. Surface embalming mm. is the preservation of body tissues by direct contact with embalming chemicals, preservative gels or surface packs. Um, of absorbent material, saturated preservative chemicals can be directly placed in contact with the body tissues. So the perfect example of that, um, to give people an idea, is... Um, it's like you, you get like a gel. It looks like hair gel. You know, the old hair gel, yeah. the blue old hair yeah. gel. Yeah. It Big looks tub. exactly, yeah, it looks exactly the same. Like it's actually got, um, but it's just got embalming gel in it. Now, to give people an idea, I, and I'm sorry, this is another sort of um, one of those trigger mm-hmm. moments. Um, but in a case of where you might have um, a, a full autopsy case, in that you've got to make a you've got to make an opening in the in the chest cavity there. So what they do is once they've opened up the skin, they've actually got to m- remove a portion of the rib cage to be able to gain access to the organs. Yes. Um.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So because well, yeah, you'd yeah, because have to, it's blocked, yeah, blocked. by the yeah.
0: it's blocked by the rib cage. Well, that
2: makes yeah. By that makes the, a lot of know,
0: sense. Yeah. Um. The chest yeah. plate and everything like that.
2: Um. Did they used to do that by bolt cutters?
0: It was yeah, they sh- uh secateurs. Yeah. Do they yeah, still do
2: that or they use bone Oh, they've
0: hands? got saws and stuff like that nowadays. But yeah. They did but yeah, they back, use back those in the day, beads. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well oh. back then they didn't have tools. They didn't have air tools, air operated tools. The only way they could do it was with um actual Yeah, yeah. they look like bolt cutters. Yeah, they hey? look like yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty pretty graphic, but it's that's true.
2: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, so that's uh, sorry. The point I was trying to make about that is like so on the inside of the rib cage, you know, there's certain spots there that very thin material, very thin mus- muscular spots there and stuff yeah, like that. So okay. you coat you coat the inside of the rib cage with that sort of stuff, that that surface embalming, you know, like with the the gel. Oh, okay, yeah, you use like right.
2: the gel. and so you like maybe smooth, the ca- you smooth it on yourself. Yeah, you'd place it on yeah. – yeah,
0: place direct contact with it. Yeah, okay. Same with maybe like inside the cavity in the head, um, other places like that as well. Okay. Uh, within the throat as well, you might use it inside the throat just to help preserve any of those sort of things. Because, you know, if you technically – just for people to understand, like if you, don't, if you don't properly embalm one certain spot, it could fuck the whole thing.
2: With – A very big risk of sounding very graphic. I suppose it's like if you're going to cook, like a pork roast, in the oven. If if you miss half the roast, (laughs) it's gonna get burnt. And if you oil the other half, it'll
0: be more of an even cook.
2: It would be quite nice. You know what I mean? Like if (laughs) 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 isn't that my brain understands things? You got to coach it all. Uh, is what mate, I'm trying to say.
0: I'm having a salad for dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, in a way, that's right. It yeah. it give, yeah. You're exactly right. If you didn't
2: oil half half the roast, that half would go crap, and then the other half would be delightful. So <laughs> yeah. you
0: know. So yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's how I understand things. No, that's
0: a good way to put it. So. Pretty much what we wanted to discuss. What pretty much what I wanted to summarise is that when you hear there, is, so within the embalming process, mm-hmm. there's four other embalming. There's four subcategories of embalming.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so cavity,
0: yeah. uh, surface embalming, hypodermic embalming, and arterial, or um, I can't remember the other name for it. I just say interior embalming. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's pretty much the idea of that so just so for people who understand that part you might hear me in future episodes talk about certain different types of embalming uh and and then that will give people a bit of an idea of that so yeah that's
2: actually cool i didn't realize yeah. i thought you literally just used the trocar yes and that was it yeah like i thought that was it
0: yeah so just 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 a little bit of general knowledge for people there get a bit of an understanding of it but well, that's pretty much all we have for the uh this episode of the uh morning show
2: well i had more but no, we'll save, we'll, sa- we'll save it for another no, day. No, give us another hit. No, no, no. It's just, we'll save it for another day.
0: Okay, sure. That's right. right. We'll keep people on their toes. Yeah.
2: Mm. All the exciting stuff I have to talk about.
0: Yeah, okay, no. fair enough. Well, we'll keep it up. <laughs> we'll keep it up. But we uh, keep an eye out. We want to do a history version.
2: Yes. Um, and, we'll, mummification and mummification. Mummification.
0: Because I want to be very adamant that my personal opinion on it is a they're completely different to embalming itself. Yep. Okay, so but we'll get into that because that would be a very good topic to talk to, uh, to give the listeners something to hear about.
2: And human composting—you know that <laughs> one that you totally ignored me about last time. <laughs> you didn't even care at all. I want to talk about that one. All <laughs> right, as so well. we'll do.
0: We'll talk about we'll talk about mummification mm-hmm. and human composting on yep. the next ep- next episode.
2: And the next episode, we should do that thing where we take a shot every ten minutes and see if we can <laughs> make it to the end. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll give it a shot. See how it goes. You know, it's gonna turn shit real quick, eh? Hey? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Radio. <laughs> well, Good thanks, night. thanks again for everyone for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate the love and support. Um, keep an eye out. We are going to do some drops. Uh, we're going to do, sorry, some giveaways now. Um, I want to mention we are going to do some hat giveaways and we're also going to do a, um, dead ass podcast, uh, cooler giveaway as well. Thank you, Sally. (laughs) 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 Um, I believe that, uh, Bigfoot, um, Bigfoot coolers shout out to them. They are going to, um, give us a couple more of these. So we're going to give them away to everyone. Um, uh, to share the support and love, um, and to show appreciation for everyone that's been jumping on jumping on board with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, too, um, they. <laughs> I saw that everyone's getting behind the iHeartRadio. <laughs> oh <my laughs> so, if you like, if you like what you've been hearing so far, let's talk some shit. Um, if you get jump, on you talk
2: I shit, Brian. I I tend to
0: talk shit too. way <laughs> eh? yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I like how you stumbled <coughs> on that one. Um, yeah, if you want to jump on and give us a like, uh, give us a vote for the iHeartRadio. Um,
2: yeah, go on, give him a vote. Yeah,
0: give us a vote, yeah, even yeah, if it's, vote. even if it's just one. I want to at least <laughs> get get a mark on there.
2: <laughs> give him a pity vote. Go on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, for sure, I no, appreciate it. Mm. But um, no, yeah, give us a uh, iHeartRadio doing votes. So they're doing them for. Uh, I, I saw that uh, they're doing them for the Alpha bikes. Um, those guys, fucking they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're absolutely killing it. So congrats to them. Um, but, yeah, if you see if you see, you want to throw an extra one in there, give us one for us too. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I'll <While you're> there. <laughs> so, no, nah, thanks for that. Uh, but everyone, we'll catch up with you again soon. Keep those, um, the questions coming through, mm-hmm. the like and the support. We appreciate that. Uh, much love to you all. Keep an eye out for the space and uh, we'll be in contact again soon. Yeah.
2: Thanks for having me. Thanks to my one fan for wanting me back. So,
0: (laughs) bye. Bye. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Catch you all later.
1: Bye.